Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Gimme That Take, the fastest growing live golf podcast of 2023. Stick around for more takes like this. You know, just do it. Just just hit the if don't you, if think you about it, long, do it. Don't think about it. You just do it. You just click the little the little bell and you get Spot you get on. the notifications. Is that what I sound like? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what you sound like every week. Yeah, no, seriously, no wonder, seriously, no wonder you guys fucking hate me. Like, God damn. That's well, not well, the only reason. Hey, b- before we go. <laughs> before we go. Crispy. Huh? How close were you to passing out while we were shooting that video after <laughs> Ben's mitts there? You sure? What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us again for Gimme That Take. We have Cheech joining us for his inaugural show. Cheech, how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. How's Golf everybody else doing? Great. Living the dream. Awesome. You're sexy as always. Thank you, sir. So if you haven't watched our Live Bedminster recap episode that we recorded well, sort of recap, I guess, is about our experience, and we're all hammered. If you if you haven't watched it yet, please stop watching this. Go watch it. Side note, and then and then come back. We, my mom and I were in the truck today. I had to pick her up. We went to a couple stores get stuff for our golf outing, and she's like, "You know, I haven't heard any of your podcasts. Can we can we listen to one?" I said, "Sure, mom. I'm driving. Just pick one on here on the screen." Of course, she picks that one. She's like, you guys sound awful. I'm like, thanks, mom. We were hammered at two in the morning after eating a half a pie of Domino's. My, my <laughs> gastrointestinal system has not been the same since. Aaron, how are you feeling? Oh, I feel great. I don't. Why don't would you ask him first? He has an iron stomach. Yeah. The guy eats things off of the floor in a hotel room. Me, on the other hand, Cheech knows about that. I was brutal the next morning. Less than three days. Thankfully, we didn't have to stop like six times for you to share. I know, because you gave me half a bottle of Pepto. That's true. It's the only way it worked. So the first things first, um, now that, you know, Lib Bedminster is all the way over, um, I want to ask everybody about your experience actually being there, wrapping up the whole weekend. Aaron, you were there all three days, so I want to start with you. Uh, Big takeaways from uh, being there the whole weekend for the whole thing. If if you're looking to break through security when a former president of the United States is on site, just look for me in this hat because I'm going to find a way to get behind the lines every time. Uh, Yeah. Friday played possum in the handicap section, jumped a wall, ran underneath um, some pergola with a bunch of um, Trump members scurried to the bar to get a drink so i'd fit in wristband was giving me i was a dead giveaway my wristband my wristband did not say i could be there so i had to get a drink put the other hand in the pocket and walk around for as long as i could until i started until people started to like see me around and they point at you yeah and of course i don't know if that guy fits yeah i definitely didn't fit in but uh convinced the bartender to take down a bottle of happy van winkle tenure um, had a couple drinks. She was awesome. Friday. Yeah, Erica, shout out. She held on to our stuff all day on Saturday. You just you just got her fired by saying that. <laughs> Why would you say her name? Yeah, probably. Man, man, you met her. Do you think that's her real name? No. 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 That, that's just no. the English equivalent of her name. Yeah, that's that's what the papers say. 
Anyway, it was awesome being a Trump member Friday and Saturday. And then um, we we went out on Sunday and got to watch a little bit of golf and experience the other parts of the uh, event, which was really fun. Uh, got yeah, down some... with the people. Yeah, with the people, with you guys. Yeah. You poor fucks. You know, after seeing Cheech jump down, I forget what you jumped down for over the wall, but you could see how easy it is to get in there. He was just nimbly bimbly jumping all over the place and nobody said a word down back. So I could see how you got in. They're pretty laxed. Having the member's wristband at that point helps, though. Right. Yeah. True. True. Not a rainbow wristband that Aaron had the first day. <laughs> Jesus. I'll um, say this about going to going to other live sporting events and then going to live. Um, the energy seemed to be a lot better. Like, uh, there was more energy there than I had seen, you know, on TV for other professional golf events. Um, which is something that I think is exciting about live and made me enjoy my time on both sides of the fence, really, um, when we were there. Yeah, I agree. Like Aaron and I have said in other podcasts, like we've been to and teach too many PGA events, and it is a different experience after going to a live event. It's, I mean, it's- you could have fun at a PGA event, right? We've had fun, but. It's not like that. This is like a part. It's literally a party golf, but louder, right? It's exactly. No, it's, it it's absolutely encouraged. Yeah. So yeah, it's more live events for us in the future, for sure. No, absolutely. I guess the real point. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I guess the real point of what we're trying to say, folks, is if you have an opportunity to go to an event, even if it's just for one day, go. It'll be worth it. Hmm. Agreed. I mean, what Aaron? What are the regular tickets? Fifty dollars piece? Yeah, it's like fifty bucks for the day ground pass. That's yeah, Jesus. I mean, if I had a ground pass, I'd be walking every course, just like in the PGA events that I've gone to. You follow who you want to follow. You walk to each hole. You're checking things out. Then you'll hang out on the green for a little while. Then you'll follow this guy. Then you'll follow that guy. In the live event, having the option to do basically whatever we wanted, it was nice because we were able to hang out in the clubhouse. We were able to, you know, sit down by the water, overlooking the water you know, taunt a couple of players as they walk by. Those things were nice. But if I if I had a $50 ground pass, I'd be walking all over the course and seeing whoever I want to see and taking videos and pictures. So either way, doesn't you don't have to have the luxury end of it. Either way, you're going to enjoy that event. Well, Aaron, the music. And Mac, Aaron and Mac, you guys remember we went to the, the U.S. Open. Remember we couldn't have cell phones with us? Yeah, I know. you. It's it, so you strict. Just, yeah, it was like you couldn't take pictures of anything. Or, or I feel like they know. would encourage you to, to bring in one of those uh, – the 19, 1988, like camcorders, they don't even care. Like, you could do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. It was just, I, I mean, agreed. I got that feeling. Aaron jumping on top of that guy's cart to take the half a tree down. I mean, nobody cares. That's what yeah. I loved about it. It was just super laxed. Yeah. Somehow it didn't get shot by Secret Service doing that. I should have thought better. Crazy. You weren't your right mind at all. You that. shouldn't have made that through the weekend. <laughs> Shocked we're here talking. <laughs> no way. All right, now that Bedminster's all wrapped up, let's take a second and chat about the team and individual standings right now with three events to go. Jay, what are your thoughts on the top five teams in Live right now? Um, the actual top five or my who I think is going to round no, the out cur- the, top the current five. top five. Do you think, do you think that there's going to be any movement there or do you think the top five are really gonna gonna stick with it for you know the I final think those three top, rounds? I do think those top five are gonna stick it out. They might shift just a, a tad bit, but four aces are like 
nasty. So, are four aces in the lead? Yeah, they, they are. They are still in the lead. Uh, they're only in the you lead. Guys had that by... look there. I was like, wait, what did I miss? They're yeah, only no, in the lead I mean... by nine points, though. Which, Tor- which, which in turn means that Torque needs to make up nine places in the standings over three events. So, on right. average, needs to finish three slots ahead of the right. Forties, which is. Right. Not gonna just not been super easy since they no. finished in the top three, one, two, three, four, five, six times out of eleven events. So, I mean, there's still a hill to climb for sure um, for Torque, and really, truthfully, the team that's played the best over the last oh shit, I mean, almost ten events now uh, is your team, Jerome. Crushers have been unbelievable. I mean, I mean, they've had um, they finished in the top five every event except for one since Adelaide. That was like week four. Holy crap! Yeah, well, they've they, been they on were the, they they did take first place uh, the in the first, first event. Week. Yeah, yeah. I say one little thing. S- seeing Deshambo walking across the parking lot from the media tent and running into him just casually, like we did. And his reaction over every other PGA event I went to or live, seeing how they reacted. Like, not only did I gain some respect for the guy, but I was never a huge DeShambo fan. I liked his antics. I liked him, you know, driving the ball 400 yards over water, you know, throwing his hands up. Like, that stuff's awesome to watch because you don't see that in everyday PGA golf. But I was never a huge DeShambo activist here. But now... He's he's up there for me. Just an awesome guy. Obviously, he can play, right? That 58, 61 as well. Like, the guy's nasty. Um, he's playing good golf, but he's just a, he's a cool guy, man. He's a cool guy. He's willing to take that minute for the fans. So that's, that was really cool to see live. Going into this year, there was still that kind of uh, sh- overshadow of all the PGA stuff between Brooks and DeChambeau. And, you know, we kind of saw them kind of I guess bury the hatchet sort of over the course of this season. Um, but seeing them both live at a, at an event, I, I mean, I've always been a, a DeChambeau fan anyway, but I'm more a fan now just because of his, his reaction when we would like, you know, yell at, Oh, I mean, obviously we got the photo with him, but as we saw him throughout the rest of the weekend, we'd say, Hey, you know, he'd at least acknowledge us. Brooks was fucking all business didn't acknowledge anybody like I don't give a fuck that you people are here. I'm here to golf, which I respect. But he, he didn't do shit all weekend. Well, as I was mean, saying, I, with, with as shitty as he played, you think he would might have been like, hey, you know, at least wave what how shitty he was playing. At least, you know, maybe lighten right. his mood. You up know, you're not bit. in the you know, you're not in the running here. Show yeah, some like, fans like, that you like them. When we saw him on Sunday, I wanted to re- yell at him and be like, hey, man, I, what are you so fucking upset for? Like, you fucking, like, who kicked your fucking puppy? Like, yeah. at least at least say what's up to us or something. No, he was, he was stiff. He was stiff for sure. But, um, like, Cam, like, you see Cam, like, zero interaction with fans. But he's in the lead. He, mm-hmm. He's he's playing great golf. He, he's of focused. course he's focused, yeah. right? But Brooks, man, <laughs> dude. But it was cool seeing like like Leishman, uh, HV3 coming back, giving us a time of day. Matt Wolf, super generous. Like we've already talked about this, but some of those guys were just were awesome for the fans. 
Jay, that is a really good point. So let's go back to the team stuff. Aaron, quick question for you. So Stinger GC is at 156 in third place. They are less than 10 points away from Torque, less than 20 from four aces. Do you think that with their last five finishes of second, ninth, third, third, and third, do you think they have a chance of really doing something and bumping themselves up into a first or second position going forward? All right. They won Tulsa also right before that sh- that five right. match stretch. So that's they have been maybe they've been better actually than Crushers GC. They've been just I mean at least for the last six. Yeah. yeah. Um. Man, it's just so it's the way it the way the four aces started off the season, second, second, third, and a win, and then a ninth, and then a second place, and then added on another win in London. It feels like that is going to be enough. It, it, because like I said, it's very we're so we so large of a percentage of the points have already been handed out. So none of these events are gonna count more than the events that have already been played. And making up for Stinger, that I don't I it's nearly an impossibility for them to get to gain sixteen standings points in three weeks against the four aces. That's like What's that? Six. That's like six places a week. Yeah. And there's only 12 teams. So the aces aren't finishing in the bottom half in all three events. I mean, they might one event might be a throwaway event. But right. you know they're going to be in the top half in the other two at least. So it's gonna be really difficult for anybody outside of Torque to catch them. Torque is the team that can catch them, but Torque is gonna have to win to catch them. They they're yeah. not because again, they have they basically can't finish outside the top four the rest of the way Torque, mm-hmm. because if they do, then they're just leaving the aces to just, just plug away in fifth place, third place, fifth place, third place, whatever, you know, right. they're a top, they're a top five team every week. So right. Super hard. Like I said, that, that start for the four aces when I, they turned me against them was, you know, <laughs> it was plenty. It's going to be plenty to win. It's going to be plenty to win. I mean, give credit. Nobody, nobody, none of those other four teams back down. They've played well. Definitely over the last few weeks, um, Torque got the win, two wins, right? Yeah, they have three wins mm-hmm. on the season. Yeah, four wins on the season. I four. mean, Jesus, four wins, right, for that team. Three wins in four weeks. Like, they really turned it on. But even that is just not enough because of the consistency of the aces. That's what we talked about. That's where their advantage is. Though, last two, last two finishes, 12th and 6th. So, maybe there is a little chip in the armor here coming down the stretch. DJ has not played well. Uh, Pat Perez has played like shit, and he would be the first one to tell you that he's not had those Sunday rounds where he's pulled the aces back into it. So, um, oh, Reed's the only one playing really decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Reed's you know. playing good. I mean, we haven't heard from Uline in a while. Mm-hmm. So, yep. speaking of the individual standings, all right, uh, the top five right now Cam Smith, Taylor Gooch, Patty Reed, Brooks Kepka, and Brandon Grace. So, Cheech, real quick, who's your dark horse? to move into the top five Brandon Steele. <laughs> well i was gonna say grace um he's Dude, played me too he's played really consistent i mean he's could have won two or three tournaments this year already he's kind of you know not had mickelson meltdowns on sunday but he's had a few you know three top threes putts. yeah three top yeah, so I, I he's mean, played he's, some great golf um he could he could sneak up there you know up higher than he is what's he one two three he's four fifth. he's fifth yeah so um, you know, he's not catching Cam or Gooch, I don't think. But maybe he can get Reed. Maybe he can sneak up at the third. You know, 
Jay, who's your dark horse to sneak in the top five? Dude, Brandon Grace was definitely on my radar. I mean, watching his consistency was awesome. Um, I think he definitely has the capability of moving up a couple spots. Um, I wish at this time in the season I could say my boy Matty Wolf, but me and Aaron had this bet for going for quite some time, and I got close too. But um, hey, you know anything can happen, right? And we're all professional happen. golfers, right? Anything can happen. Chase Kepka could shot. move his way right up there. Yeah. yeah okay. You never know. <laughs> I have a better chance than Chase Kepka. Okay. Like, you never still, listen. I mean, at this, Siwon Kim is coming for that He's, top spot. Yeah. All right, Aaron. I got relegation. a different question for you yeah, at this ahead. point. Yeah. So, Cam Smith, Taylor Gooch, clearly two titans uh, in the individual standings. Where do you think that this is going to end up here in three in three more events? Uh, it's like it's like along the same lines as the aces over Torquay, like Gooch. I mean, but except Cam found a way to chase down Gooch. You know, he's just right. been he's just been more consistent than Taylor Gooch has o- over the season, despite the fact that Gooch has one more win than him. Cam has finished in the top twelve all but three right. weeks. Gooch all had but three a hot weeks, streak. and Gooch, yeah, and Gooch only has four top twelves all season. So the consistency of Cam Smith has been obviously something that we've enjoyed watching a guy puts the shit out of the ball every single week. I mean, how, how do you think he's, his putter's not going to fall apart on him. So he isn't going to fall apart. That's, that's his advantage over the rest of the field. He knows he has that putter every single round. And so he's, you know, he's not finishing outside. He's just not finishing outside the top 12, top 15 uh, on most. You had had to expect that, Mm -hmm. that he was going to come over to live and be a top contender. Um, you know, coming off the open win and being one of the best golfers in the world rankings, you knew he was going to come over and tear stuff up. But that's what it is. It's consistency. It's knowing how to be in the top, you know, whatever percentile of players. You have to be that consistent to be up there um, and stay there for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. So he he's a prime candidate for steady golf, and he's, he's one of the best in the world. Let's be real. But plus, he's going back to a place he won last year, so it's mm-hmm. – uh... It's going to be tough to beat him. I, I mean, yep. it really is. So we've talked about the top of the individual standings. Aaron, uh, why don't you tell the, the folks out there about the relegation zone and what that means for the players in the live tournament right now? Yeah, so it's not like it's it's clear. It's about it's like as clear as mud, right? Because the one thing about the yeah, the one thing about the live golf and relegation is we don't actually have any details on their contracts going in except for like the big names there's a lot of rumors about them but we don't really know who is quote unquote protected except for we assume the team captains i don't know because the majestics have three team captains so does that mean polter stenson and westwood are i mean i would assume they're majestics for life right that's the team and the fourth spot can move on that team Uh, it's it's just really it's really interesting um, how they decided to do this to try to make things um, more like the professional soccer leagues around the world. And anyone who finishes, basically what happens is anyone finishes outside the top 45 um, will have to, will quote unquote automatically be relegated and have to go into a play in tournament in November, which is going to be amazing. 72 hole. I think it's 72 holes. Yeah. 72 hole event in November. How awesome. Which is going to be so cool. But 
Look at, but if you, what are the, who are the names? C1 Kim. Uh, hold on. Give me one second. Uh, I got, right. Like I outside. See. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I have Marty it, so. Keimer, C1 Kim, Chase Kepka, Pivo. James Pyatt. Yeah. Uh, Jetta Pivo, Morgan. Whatever. Yeah. Jetta Morgan. So I mean, you, I have it in front of me. Where do you want to go from, from bottom to top? Or where do you want to go from? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you like the bottom, what, right? What, yeah. I love the bottom. So let's just do this. So 35th is Bubba. 36 right. is Peters. Then you got Jones, Mickelson, McDowell. Well, Ogletree's in there at 40. Uh, Schwartzel, Horsefield, Canner, Wiesberger, Westwood, Morgan, Piat, Kepka, Keimer, Siwoo Kim, and then Ormsby and Vincent. Those are alternates. Are, and those okay. are alternates, yeah. And so yeah. so you look at that list. Okay, Phil is obviously not getting cut. Nope. Right. Can't Lee Westwood, Lee Westwood, not getting cut. Bubba Watson, not getting cut. Thomas Peters, we know he signed a multi-year contract, so we know he's protected, even if he falls all the way down. Graham I McDowell, bet you Chase Kepka wouldn't leave either. Graham McDowell, not going anywhere. Yeah, you're right. Chase Kepka, not going and, anywhere. And, and Keimer's the captain. And Keimer's technically the captain of the cliques, yeah. right? So yeah. it's so he's it on the list, yeah. Yeah. So basically, we're we're looking at Lori Cantor, Jetta Morgan, uh, James Pyatt, Siwon Kim. One of those, you know, those one of those people is going to be definitely back in the league next year, which is I don't think that's the they, I don't think that's what they were looking for when they determined that they were going to have this like 72 hole event. Now I know other yeah. players can qualify into that also, which is somewhat um, confusing also because the order of merit champion, which right now is would currently be Andy Ogletree would get an automatic guaranteed on a team in the next season. So 2024 season, he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to qualify. His qualification would be winning the order of merit, which is the champion of the international series. Can just a outside yeah. question. Can how do you how can you qualify not being a professional golfer? Can you? So like, can a YouTube star get in this league, like a Grant Horvath or something like that? Yeah. So I wonder how how cool of a twist that would be. Yeah, they do have an open. They do have opens um, at the end of the season where anybody who is not currently under it's like it's like the stipulation is like you can't currently be in the top a pro 50. of any sense you can, i think you can't currently be in the top 50 of some kind of ranking system got it got it it's basically like you can't be a major you know can't be invited to all the majors and then also try to win your spot and to live you, those guys Makes are going to get contracts anyway they're not going to be playing in these tournaments anyway like no top 50 golfers are going to go try to qualify to be a live they'll just be like hey i want to go play for live but how much are you going to offer me you know yeah. so the relegation thing is cool. It's cool in its sense that, like, yeah, you feel like teams are going to turn a little bit, but we know who the teams that are going to turn a little bit are. Anyway, like, Pius not going anywhere. He's, like, 22, 23 years old. That's Phil's little buddy. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. obviously going to be a high flyer. He doesn't so, look like he's old enough to drink. No. <laughs> Wait, so... <clears throat> so they get I, to, standing the, next to him. I look like his fucking dad. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? It's basically the to, guys who are on one-year deals... Stepdad, who, who creepy who, uncle with that mustache, yeah. right? Mm. They get to pick. I, I missed that part. Do no, you... they you get relegated if you're outside the top 45 and don't have a multi year deal, okay? And you're not a captain, so there's very got few it, people it, that it, are it, in it. that group, you know. I don't even think Pyatt might not even be in it. Chase Kepka might not even I mean, be in it. And you might, right, so what I'm saying is the Matt leave too, right? But what I'm saying is the, the captains don't get choice, they don't get to pick. 
they're playing for these spots. The top 24 are the only guaranteed positions. Got it. You were guaranteed to be back on your team if you finish in the top 24. That's the only guarantee. And if you're a captain, you guarantee to be back on your team. So that's interesting. That's like 30 golfers out of whatever, 48, right? So there's going to be like 18 basically, which is a big turnover. But again, like they're not, they're just not going to turn over these teams. Like Matt Jones is going to be a ripper. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I, I just can't see Matt Jones just being like, oh, now all of a sudden I'm a range. You're not a range. Company. Yeah, right. 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 So right I don't know how right, that's going to work unless they make the contracts public. It's going to be so weird to follow. So hard to follow. They got to make these guys contracts like at least the years. Don't tell me the money. Just be like, yeah, this guy's multi-year. This guy's a single year. So we know. Right. We can follow along. We'll yeah, we don't care. We don't care that Chase Kepka is going to be in that tournament because he's not going anywhere anyway. Anyway. Very good um, we'll see. Did uh, I saw some stuff this week. I didn't read anything, but um, how are the trades that they're talking about doing next year going to work? Do you have any info on that, Aaron? Yeah, again, they we, you know we we saw a trade last season with Wolf mm. and Gooch, right? Yeah, Wolf and Gooch. Yeah, it was Wolf and Gooch. Gooch yeah. yeah, and I mean, we already know that Matt Wolf's probably going to be on the move again, right? Because oh, Brooks is going to push him. him. He's yeah, going to push him somewhere he's else. He's just going to push him somewhere else. Right. Um, but I he's going to want that. I think Matt Matt Wolf will win next year. Again, I think all these things sound really cool, but again, you know, if we can't follow along, if we don't know who's available, and if there's no like connecting teams together, like all of a sudden Phil's hanging out with fucking no Lahiri or something, you know what I mean? Like my boy. Now they're gonna make a trade. Now you know they're gonna trade Lahiri to the High Flyers for like Pyatt and some money or something. You know what I mean? Like they got to be able to. We gotta like yeah. talk about things like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how without opening up the i you know the contracts or who's protected and who's not. Basically, it's so hard to to even comment on trades or relegation. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens as the uh, as the end of the season closes and you know we have this postseason you know kind of you know shuffle of the teams and and players moving on to oh yeah there it is all right cheech yo why don't you tell us what's going on with the whole Ryder cup situation uh we, we, had, a, we had a quick chat about brooks and, and bryson what's happening all right so i'll start with this so far the people who are in are scheffler clark Harmon, cantley homa and shoffley so I know we spoke about this when we were at Bedsminster and, you know, now Brooks is officially not in the top six and he's not on the team. So the thing is, is Johnson going to pick any live guys? My personal opinion, he would be stupid not to pick at least Brooks. They need an asshole or on the team. Well, they need an asshole on the team. Like Europeans had Poulter for all those years. They, they need an asshole like that. That list I just read you. They're all a bunch of pansies. You know, they all don't have any shit. True. They, they don't have backbones. They did. They no. just don't. I mean, you kind of need that guy that's going to get up there and and you'll know, yell at somebody or get the crowd going. Like, all right, I I Jane knows my hatred for Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is oh, probably going is probably going to get picked for this team, and he's the only guy that might do any of that. But why would you pick a guy that had his worst year in golf to be on the team over over Brooks who? I don't know. Won a major this year. I mean, it, to me, True. it's kind of it's kind of just stupid to. If you want to win, that's what you need to do. 
I mean, both sides need to go out and pick live guys to strengthen the teams. Europe will never pick a live guy. They took that shit real personally. The DP World Tour guys felt like they got their backs turned on them because they have been floating back and forth between the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. And then mm. all of a sudden, these these bigger name guys were just like birds to the DP World Tour. And, and they just they saw their whole tour just basically fall apart uh, because those guys all left and went to live. Even though they could still play on the DP World Tour, once mm. they signed that big contract, they knew that those events that were going to be up against live were dead in Europe, absolutely yeah. dead. So they'll never, they'll never, until they're forced, the, the, the European team will never pick a live player. Never. Well, also they don't, they don't, the European team doesn't need it. It looks like, I right. mean, they got a pretty, they got a pretty stacked team. I mean, the United States needs to, or they are going to get their asses handed to them. I mean, I'm going to root for them either way, but they're going to get destroyed. Well, you made the argument for JT and Brooks because they need guys like that. You need, it's a yeah. different, it's a, such a different feel. You need to have guys who are, who play with some fire in their belly. You can't just have boring ass Sanders Shoffley out there. You, you can't, you can't run out all those guys. I'm on. Come on. We, we all know that, you know, God, Jordan's, he's so boring. Jordan's, pro- <sighs> Jordan's probably going to make the team. Ricky's going to make the team. JT's going to make the team. It, it just, it's just, I don't know. It just seems kind of, it seems dull. There's Very like dull. one slot. There's like one spot here. And that's yeah. who, who are the most boring people to watch PGA. <laughs> Patrick Cantlay like, by Cantlay and Shoffley. Shoffley is boy. God, those two. Yeah, and he's good. Cantley I mean, listen, I can't, he's he's very he's an excellent golfer. So he's, is Cantlay, but they're boring as all hell. He's still standing over a putt from Sunday. <laughs> that makes me sick. All, all right, makes me sick. They're not taking. They're not taking Bryson. Um, they're just not. They're, they're not going to do that themselves. He would be the. He would be the star. We all mm-hmm. know this. He's got the best personality. Um, he does something different than anybody else does on the team, and that's crush the golf ball. And so he would be, he would get too much pub for all these guys who think that he's already not earned the money that he got on live. So they're not taking Bryson for that reason. Brooks is like the only case that is really interesting. They would, Zach Johnson, I think, would look really stupid if he didn't take Brooks. I, I don't know how he feels about Brooks personally shouldn't matter. He should just take Brooks because he's going to look really dumb when Brooks is not on the team. But I think everyone on that team would, op- would welcome him with open arms. Oh yeah. How, how would you not, you know, what I would mean, be, you know, a, what... go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. How, how are the guys not saying, Hey, Hey Zach, you should pick this guy. Like how are guys, or even, I mean, I, the vice captains are one thing cause they, they're, you know, they all hate the, the live tour, but how are the other guys not saying, hey, maybe you should take this guy? It's like this this guy won a major this year. He almost won the Masters. I mean, dude's good. You know? I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Who are like our top couple that we think are gonna be could be potentially picked? You got Justin Thomas, you got Brooks Kepka. Who else is in that short? Ricky list Fowler's in the mix. I think Ricky will get picked. I, I think Jordan's gonna get picked. I mean, Jordan's he's gonna just... get picked. Jordan's played pretty decent. Not and good it's enough to win. But... It's the experience too. You know, you want the experience guys. You want Jordan Spieth who's been out there. Before. I mean, how many he can they take? The format. They take twelve. So they get they six. Have, they have six already. Six captains. You, they have to take Thomas and Spieth because those two work so well together yeah, in past Ryder Cups. Like that's they're gonna take Fowler. Yeah. They got they gotta take Fowler. They gotta take Fowler. He's just yeah, beloved. He's, he's had such a great year too. So big comeback. Yeah. So you're looking at like one or two picks left. You know, but you, you, you hear the, the toss around taking Lucas Glover. I mean, come on. He won two in a row. It's a nice it's a nice story, but is he ready for that stage? 
I mean, you know, Keegan, Bra- Keegan, Bra- Keegan Bradley's basically on his knees begging to get on the team. Yeah. And, you know, would they put him on the team over Brooks? As I said, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be the last guy. I wouldn't want to be Justin Thomas if Brooks isn't on the team. You know? Yeah. Because every question, every time Justin Thomas does something bad, every question is going to be about, well, oh, yeah. if, if you could add a major Spieth champion. Car- you could add a major champion here instead of Justin Thomas. Yeah, especially if Jordan Speed carries him around for three days. He's a major champion, but, you know. Ah, yeah. Another major <clears throat> champion. I know what you're saying. He's not a five-time major champion. All right, to wrap things up, gentlemen, did we play golf this week? No, I didn't. I hit some Ooh. wedges. I know I hit some wedges. Um, I went out. I don't. I, I'm. I'm still two clubs short in my bag. I'm trying to figure out where I need to put those two clubs. Man, you're a lot yeah. shorter than that. I got a couple putters. If you want to add some some room in the bag. I don't know why I talk on the show. Um, I don't either. I got a 52 and a 56, and I got my pitching wedge was like probably a 44 or something like that. So there's definitely space between the 44 and 52, right? Somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to check my carry distances, so I went up to the range and just brought my 52 and my pitching wedge and just went out and just to see what my carry distances were. And so my 52, it's like, I don't know, 85-ish yards, maybe like you know, 80. Let's say 80 carry on a, on a nice, easy swing. And my pitching wedge, you know, it's like whatever, 110, something like that. So it's 30 yards. Yeah. So do you I use guess the 52 I, around the greens? I do use it around the greens um, when it's like a, you know, when I don't have to hit the ball over anything, you know. If you're 15 yards off the green in thick grass, what do you do? What do you hit? 52? 56. Oh, you have a 56. I have 56. So you have a 44, a 52, and a 56. Yeah. So you got so, that 110 yeah, so to 80 gap. Yeah, there's a gap. But how many, how many shots do I hit from? I guess I hit some shots from a hundred, but hundred's the number. But but it doesn't have oh, to be well, my you number. You got to get a little further off the tee, otherwise you yeah, usually yeah. at the one fifty in, yeah. But it doesn't yeah. have to be my number though. Even so, you know what I mean. Like if I can hit it to eighty or hit it to one fifteen, yeah. Aaron. I have four wedges because I like I like to have. I don't like choking down and taking less. Yeah, there's no consistency. I like full Aaron. swing shots. Aaron, is your uh, 52 a, a blade or a cavity back? Because I found that my 52 that I, I bought a set of bomb techs just to – because I wanted to get new wedges. And I wanted to see how I hit, like, blade wedges instead of cavity back ones. And I hit my cavity back 52 about 15 yards further than I did my blade. I have the Rotex, the um, – Okay. The, the Cleveland. Cleveland's. Yeah. Yeah, because my uh, – the clubs I bought from my pings from jail was years ago. That's, like, one of the only holdovers in my 52 because – you know, a hundred yard shot. I can take my fifty-two out without even thinking, just hit it, and mm. I know I'm going to be good. And I started hitting that bomb tech wedge, and it was short, so I was like, "Screw yeah. this thing!" Tossed it, and put that back in my bag. It's made a huge difference. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, no, I didn't play any rounds of golf, so that sucked. Teach, did you play this week? Um. Well, I was supposed to play league Wednesday. We got a rain out, got rained out on Wednesday. And um, I got home from Point Pleasant yesterday. Went out and played 18 over at uh, Trump National Hudson Valley. Uh, shot an 81. Played pretty well. So I was kind of happy about that. So Sounds like a good day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a good day. Jay and I played this weekend. Jay, what did you shoot on Sunday? A measly 75. Play a real left, fucking left golf a lot of course, strokes out there. You play for the front front and Beek, I'm Beekman. Playing from this. You know what the I front, did? The front ends. Eskris, birdie, bogey. Birdie, bogey, birdie, bogey. That was my day. So it was good. I had a good amount of birdies and 
Um, everything seemed to be going pretty good. I mean, a couple here, a couple there. That's all it takes. What I say to you in that? What I say to you in the text message? Birdie yeah. a goddamn par four. All right. Yeah. Mike, my Grint keeps going off. Jay just birdied the par five. Jay just birdied the par five. I'm like, well, I don't know. Throw birdie on a par four, and every once in a while, you know, yeah, be nice. That's true. That's true. Yeah, the par five eighth, four hundred and forty five yards. Jason, that, that is true. That is true. Driver, driver pitching wedge too. for Jay. <laughs> yeah, but I will say this: um, I know you can't make it this year, but the golf outing—I just got news actually in between our little thing right here. Um, we're gonna do Taconic this year, which is awesome. Oh, so he's gonna yes. he's wow. gonna do Highland Taconic, which is a awesome. really wait. This is like breaking really awesome. news here for those of it the, is wow. it is it's pretty cool, and we're also gonna do the food inside. Because we have just the right amount of people this year, so there'd be a big difference. We got, we got. I can't, I can't break the news on here, but we got a lot of cool little surprises this year. Some stations out there. We'll get um, him drunk and he'll tell us we got before a, the. We we, yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch of cool little things going on. A couple games, so it'll be fun. Sorry, you can't make it, Aaron. So yeah, it sucks. It's all right. Okay. So yeah, so in spirit. Breaking news. And I haven't played Taconic in like five years. This is awesome. Cheech and I might be. Cheech and I might be doing a little something on Friday over at okay. the Trump National. No, we so we'll, we'll we get are. Some, we'll we, get some. We'll get some video. We, we are doing something. Cheech is going to get the uh, tripod out of Erica's closet, and we're gonna we're gonna set up a video. When you said no, Cheech no, and it, tripod, it, it, I was it, I went right to his nutsack. No, no, I mean no, the, tri- the tripod's still in the middle of the bedroom, but I got one <laughs> for the especially for the GoPro. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. So that'll be good. We're gonna do tea to green stuff. I know Jerome got a little bit of the. Uh, Every you know, par off, three off the par threes. Yeah. yeah. I begged him for him, but, uh, but we're going to do some tea to green stuff and Cheech has some stuff off his sleeve. So we'll see. how do you guys want to, the people who are watching, how do you guys want to see our golf stuff? Like, do you want us to put together a whole round? Do you want to just see Jay's, you know, hitting the green? Do you want to just see, you know, Jerome missing a three foot butt? Like, what do you want us to show you? What, what are you guys interested in? We can put I it together see- a whole show. Cheech not get past the red tees and take his pants off again. Love that's it. why. I, that's what the viewers want to see. Well, listen, we all have that video on our phones. You guys can gladly put <laughs> we'll, that we'll, out there. We'll post that for you guys. Gladly we'll post that for show you. everybody that photo. It's one of the best shots of my life I ever hit with my yeah, pants around my ankles. That's right. my boxers. That's right. So yeah. So hopefully we all get out and go play some golf. Yeah, sounds good. All right. All right. I guess, I guess, yeah, no, I guess I'm, I'm going to take your, take your shine. Cause you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go you, ahead. As hosting, I'm going to do, do your thing. Just fucking do it. You know, just do it. Just, just hit the, if don't you, think if you about it, long, do it, don't think about it. You just do it. You just click the little, the little bell and you get, Spot you get on. the notifications. Is that what it sound like? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what you sound like every week. Yeah, no, seriously. No wonder, seriously, no wonder you subscribe. guys fucking hate me. Like, God <laughs> damn. That's well, not well, the only reason. Hey, b- before we go. <laughs> before we go, Crispy, huh? how close were you to passing out while we were shooting that video after <laughs> Bedsminster? I watched um, that on I Friday I, I was laughing my ass off. I tell you what, I yeah. don't remember. I don't remember. I don't. Yep. Your answer to, to somebody's question, I don't know if it was, I think it was mine. Yeah. I looked right it's, at you and you're like, it's just snow. He's sitting, he's sitting yeah. <laughs> that video surface. Haven't that, even rewatched it. That video sur- re- is going to surface on some domestic abuse site again. Oh yeah, <laughs> my god, <laughs> you yeah. you were so red. 
and <laughs> you had no idea where you were even supposed to look. <laughs> it was incredible. Oh, <laughs> it was an all time performance by you. It was all, all day. It was. Long, long day. A lot of whiskey. <clears throat> it happens. That was fun. Uh, yeah. Subscribe. Uh, if you're listening, watch. If you're watching, listen in the car. Um, you know, you can do both. Hit us up. We want to hear from you. Cheech is new. So you can hit him up um, on his Instagram, which is MC Status. MC Status. Why did I forget that? Yeah. And so also, if you're on Spotify, listen to Play Like a Girl. Awesome podcast. It's uh, our friend's daughter and her friend, Austin's daughter and her friend. They're awesome. Nice. They know their stuff, man. Listen to them. It's all about sports and a woman's perspective. Cool. Listen to it. Really cool. They just did their first pilot episode. We should have Proud of them. Yeah. I'm on the show. You're welcome to come on, Audrey Big and friend. Big golf. That's it. Audrey and Bella. And Bella. Sweet. All right, that's boys. It. All right. I guess that's it. Peace. Thank you so much. We look forward to talking to you again next Cut week. Cut them off, please. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, fuck you. <laughs>